Welcome to Namecast. So Kev, I got a sandwich today. Mm. And let me tell you about this sandwich. Now, on this thing, they put bacon on it, but it wasn't that thin spray-on kind of bacon. This was some thick bacon. You really had to bite to get through it, you know? You could see the cross-section of the bacon, and I like that. That's good. That's very good. That's the right way to have bacon. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Namecast. My name is Nathan, and beside me is... Kevin. And we're here to talk to you about a lot of things today. Today, the game we are playing, Kev... Mm-hmm. Is antichamber? Antichamber, made by an Australian fella. Been on my list for so Pretty long. Pretty interesting game. Now the next week we are playing another game that Kevin will find out. But we're talking about a couple other things too. Yeah. Um, we are talking about uh, the Oculus Rift is on sale all summer for four hundred dollars. Wow, isn't yep. that something? And we also have the D three, so Diablo three Necromancer pack that's been released, and that's it. We don't have much news this week, Kev, but without further ado, I figured we might as well get into it with our housekeeping, Kev. So what have you been up to? What's what's driving your clock lately, bro? Um, Trying to think of the games I've been playing. Uh, Played some Halo since last time, I Mm -hmm. think. Yeah. We We had some good funs. There's one level on Halo CE, the first Halo. That is super freaking long. And it took us like almost two hours to get through it. And like it was on Legendary. We died a bunch. We goofed around for a while. But yeah, after it was like two hours, and we're like, holy shit, that mission never ended. But the thing is, with like the Master Chief collection, they added like some speedrunny type stuff to like that's why we knew how long it took us to do that mission. Okay. And um, apparently, the part time for it is 15 minutes. Okay. I was like, what the fuck? How long did it take you guys? The lo- like, it took us two hours, and the level's Jeez. fucking huge. Like, I think if you just ran straight, it would be like fifteen minutes running. <laughs> like, it was insane. Like, ugh. Anyways, we had a lot of lot of fun with warhogs and scorpions and blowing stuff up and nice stuff like that. Yeah, Halo Halo's always a good good time to just goof around in. Goof around, blow stuff up. Yep. Um. Yeah, I played Antichamber for the show, and I think I think that was it for game playing stuff. Okay, been pretty busy. It's a little bit of a work crunch going on, and yeah, yeah, just other things. Um, speaking of, it's one thing we did together was the uh, disc golf tournament filming. We filmed people throw stuff. Yeah. Yep. That was it was surprisingly a really really intense exercise man i did not expect it. it's one of those things of like people say to you like you know you can read all the books you want but you just need time in the saddle and that's so true like you know you can look up all about cameras if you want but you know once you're in it and you're running down with your monopod just sprinting to the other end i'm like just full-on sprinting up hills to try and catch a shot of a person as I'm like, guy and their discs are all thrown yeah, all like, across the width of the course and, and yeah. people weren't and then i missed one shot and they were all pissed off about it which fair enough i guess but like ah oh, <laughs> man it was something to, it was fun i like doing it it was uh but then you learn the other things too of like you went through three batteries real fast oh yeah <laughs> i went through two cameras fast. it was like it was uh yeah you're just scrambling to get it done man yeah Anyways, it's resulted in like 60 (laughs) gigs of footage and 500 clips. Yes. And I need to go through all of it. 
you were literally going through all of it, color correcting it. And unfortunately, some of the formats were kind of weird, like the yeah. video. That was fairly quick to correct, yeah. all in all. But I had to figure out like how to conform it so it looks nice. And yeah, oh, oh my. So yeah, I'm color correcting and color grading all of it. Yeah, because ultimately what this is getting turned into is kind of like a, if you look at um, like a golf tournament on tv it's kind of getting turned into something like that is that my understanding yeah i think so a little bit of commentary and i, I don't know what they're doing with it really it's, yeah thankfully we're not editing it because like oh no i feel way. bad for for the guy who's going through those 500 clips and peeling a story together out of them yeah absolutely um but but yeah like <laughs> hopefully he's able to make something out of out of those 500 clips and make some sort of story for people to watch and Fair yeah enough. the big thing for it is they want to show off the uh disc golf course here yeah because it's and one it's of the beautiful. better ones yeah pretty pretty course and yeah i'm doing my part and making sure the cinematography shows that it's beautiful as well mm, mm, get all those nice shots in plus yeah. it's a good experience for us really yeah it yeah. has a lot of camera use like yeah I, <laughs> i've shot probably 20 to 30 minutes of oh no 45 minutes i forgot i did a fireworks show yeah <laughs> but probably like 45 minutes of footage on the camera otherwise and this was like three this or was four hours two or three hours yeah. <laughs> of like footage <laughs> yeah yeah of footage not just like shooting time yeah, yeah so a lot of a lot of experience with the camera and my lens and yeah. stuff it was also cool to kind of see the sport because i hadn't I hadn't really seen it done before. My friends yeah. want me to do it. And it's just cool to see it at kind of a higher level of play, I think. Yep. Yeah. So, no, that was definitely cool to see. And uh, hopefully they can get us out again sometime. Yeah. We're a little more experienced, a little more yeah, into it in that way. That's the thing. Um, the other big thing yep. did is that uh, dodgeball league we were in. Yes, sir. Finals. Who won? We were the other night and my team won. And not just your team won. Motherfucker got the win and throw. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, my God. It was freaking intense. So the night was pretty crazy. So I'm just going to go through the whole. Oh, whole yeah, freaking man. Night. Yeah, get it. Get into it. So basically, there was an odd number of teams, pretty small number of teams. But uh, first place basically got a bye. Yeah. And they went on to face against. I don't know who it was. Probably fourth and fifth place. Okay. The winner of that match. Yep. Um, And. They actually lost to that team. So the first seeded oh, shit. team lost like pr- pretty much right away. But then, yeah, that other team was the one that ended up yeah, getting into finals whenever they beat the first ranked team when they shouldn't have. So, yeah, that was a big old upset. Um, another kind of big upset is the second ranked team played the second last ranked team. Okay. And lost. <laughs> that second second ranked team actually has a uh, Robin Shelby from Bonus Barrel. Yes, on it. So they yeah they lost when they shouldn't have. They were a good team. Yeah, and they, they were a good team. It was yeah pretty surprising and um, yeah. So that was another upset and yeah our team was if we got past the first round which we did was expecting to play you know that team with the Bonus Barrel guys on it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that upset happened. So we're like, oh, I guess we're playing the other team now. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a pretty close match, but we, we played well. We played super well in the first round. Like, it was an absolute destruction. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like seven or eight nothing or something. Shit, and like, dude. Yeah, a buddy of ours, Dalton, that was his yeah. team. 
Oh, it was your team. I know. That you weren't there for. I was No, no, I was there for that game, you oh, dickhead. Oh, right, you That's were. why I was giving you an angry look when you said we destroyed uh, the first team. I was like, yeah, I fucking know, you piece yeah, of shit. Sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was there. Yeah. Um So yeah, and yeah. There, there's one player on the, your team that we really targeted cuz yeah, he's really good and yeah. he uh so a little something about dodgeballs. He plays the corner positions, and the corner positions kind of have the most ability to kind of shake up how the game is going. Yeah. By just applying pressure or retrieving balls, um, that kind of stuff. And yeah, we we targeted him really hard because he's really good at doing that stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so he was he was particularly frustrated because he barely got to play. Oh, yeah. He was mad. He punched a wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why'd you punch a wall? He's like, shut up. And then he's like, I'm sorry, because he's really nice yeah. as a dude. But he just gets like a little grumpy for a second. He's like, I'm sorry, man. You didn't deserve that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then, then we went on to play the team that upset the bonus barrel guys and beat them. Um, and then went on to the finals match mm-hmm. against this team that like upset the other teams like they're they're a pretty good team as well like um so yeah it was kind of kind of a little bit worrying and we got up a little bit at first but then they started crawling back and so the matches are split into two halves and at the half you like switch sides and stuff but also if there's like a match currently ongoing at that point then uh it goes into like sudden death mode so you can't block balls um that counts as like a hit on your body if you were to block a ball and with another ball yeah yeah and yeah so they ended up winning that and tying it up 2-2 okay so half 2-2 tied like yeah pretty close um gets towards the end of the second half um we are up a game but then they just absolutely start destroying us um so we're up for four to three in total matches yeah and uh yeah they just start destroying us get down to i think 45 seconds left and i'm the only one left in yeah um so i'm just trying to buy time to run the clock and like yeah <laughs> i was like a little 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 bad but they ended up actually giving me all six balls okay at that time too so like that was a big mistake by them yeah and uh yeah so i just kind of gathered gathered my balls up um i went and grabbed one and just stared at the ref because basically once you have balls or priority to throw the ref counts from 10 yeah down and then you need to throw it before that so i waited until he got to one and then threw so i had as little time as possible and at that time i think it was like 20 seconds okay nice um they immediately got the ball to their best player yeah and he threw it at me and just barely clipped me on the foot so he got you so he got me and tied it up 4-4. 4-4. It, it didn't really matter because like, I got it down late enough that yeah. uh, no matter what happened, we were going into sudden death. I was probably going to lose that sudden death, so we would have had to play another sudden death game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that didn't happen. So we did sudden death, six on six, like full teams. Yep. Full team sudden death. 4-4. Like, this is the one to win the tournament. Yeah. And the, uh, yeah, the season. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, so... That best player, the one who got me out, we targeted him right away. We got him out first. Nice. Um, we started picking them down until they got to uh, two people. Um, one girl who's just incredibly good at lasting for a long time. She has like a decent throw as well. Yeah. Um, very Pretty good at catching too, so there's always that kind of concern. And 
then another guy. Oh, wait, that had two other guys. One was a, a younger kid who's pretty, like, he's aggressive, but, like, he's also really small and he's, like, mm-hmm. impossible to hit. And then another guy who's pretty decent at catching. Um, and then we were, so we were targeting that girl who's good at catching and tried to get her out. But that uh, little kid that I mentioned who's really aggressive yeah. shook one of our players up. Okay. So that player didn't throw and our other player on our team that did throw got caught by that girl's good at catching. Uh, Cause if course. you only throw one yeah. ball at a person, yeah. you're going to have a way easier time catching than if you yeah. throw two. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> got caught out and then all of a sudden it's two for us against four for them. However, yeah. kind of in that kind of madness, we ended up getting um, that little kid out cause he was really aggressive with how yep. he shook up the other player. So, we got him out, and pretty much immediately after, we got that other guy who's good at catching out. Mm-hmm. However, the guy that they that uh, she caught in was their best player because we got him out first, yeah. right? He was the target. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we, we even things up quickly, but still, it was like me and this other decent player on my team. Um, Which player? Uh, Josh. Okay, he's good. Yeah, it's pretty he just good. Just added me on Facebook oh, minutes nice. ago. Yeah. Nice. That is nice. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was me and him against the two best players on their team. One of them being like a really, really good player, like yeah. Canada level player. Which one? Uh, Devin. Oh yeah, yeah. I was talking to him today. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he <laughs> uh, he throws balls fifteen to twenty kilometers an hour faster than I do. Yeah, which is pretty significant. I have a pretty average throw. <laughs> like yeah. his throw is just nuts. It's how quick. fast it is. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so that, that was pretty crazy. Um, however, Josh did manage to get Devin out. But nice. Tabitha, the girl, yeah. got Josh out, my teammate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much right after. So then it was just... Sudden death. The two E's. Sudden death. Me against yeah. Tabitha. And she's, like, super good in this situation. This is one one point that she really excels my adrenaline is just freaking pumping at this point it's yeah like, fuck, i gotta win this and to put it in perspective she's one of the best female players in the island yeah 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 definitely and uh yeah so that was pretty pretty nuts um but she had just thrown her ball there was one other ball kind of close to her yeah um and i had a ball in my hand she went to grab for that ball and i threw mine at her yeah and i just managed to kind of clip her on her shoulder nice just pretty pretty sweet to get that hit. However, I hit on his shoulder, so it pops up in the air. <gasps> if she catches it before it lands on the floor, yeah, then I'm out yeah. and they win. So it's like this big tense moment, that ball in the air, everybody's looking at it. She starts running for it. However, lucky for me, the spin that I put on the ball and out of bounds. Yeah. The ball spin like the spin, like it's how it goes in the yeah, air, yeah, just yeah. makes it start going towards out of bounds. And um, that was completely lucky on my part because, like, my adrenaline was pumping so you much. You were thinking about that. I threw the ball completely wrong. I yeah. was so lucky it hit her. Like, yeah. my arm hurt afterwards just because I completely <laughs> messed up the throw because I just wanted, yeah, exactly. wanted I want to get it so at bad. her. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, the ball was headed out of bounds. And, yeah, I was just watching her feet. And she stepped out of bounds going to catch it. And I just freaking cheered. Teammates ran out of the court, picked That's me awesome. up. Like, it was an awesome, awesome finale to the league. <laughs> like, it was great being in my position, but I think yeah. everybody watching, everybody playing had a really good time, too, because it was such a close and entertaining match. Nice. Yeah. 
So that was that was that was my Wednesday night. <laughs> nice, man. I actually missed that finale. Yeah, you didn't stick around. No, I didn't. Which ties in to my uh, housekeeping. You're going to talk will. about getting groceries. Well, it was a little <laughs> more than that. Yeah, um, yeah. So I guess I can say this now. Um, this is like my total number one line. Do not say this, but I'm going to say this because this is my podcast. And damn it, I want to say the things I want to say. I am now a professional filmmaker. Woo! That's actually a thing. That's the thing I couldn't talk about the other week because I wasn't sure if funding was going to go through or anything. So yeah, yeah, I'm doing um, a new job. Yeah, new job basically full time. I'm going to be working 80 hours a week for the next 10 weeks. So. Uh, Ooh, buddy. And multiple jobs, just to be clear. This yes. isn't one oh, employer Jesus. being no, a no, giant no. dickhole. Yeah, through, through three jobs. Yeah, so 40 at one, 30 at the other, and 10 at the other. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm really excited to be able to do that. Uh, yeah, I'm basically going all over the island, uh, looking at education programs, and just making documentaries of kids learning. Nice. So it's good, man. It's uh, really excited to get this, and I've just been grinding trying to get stuff done so i do apologize if i won't be able to contribute much to this channel but hopefully when i come out on the other side what i can contribute will be much better i think <laughs> or i have hopes at least yeah. um yeah so i don't know i'm really excited to get involved in that and it's just it's something that i've wanted for a very long time to just get be involved in production in some capacity in a professional capacity and uh yeah, to be able to do that is is pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. I imagine I'll be able to parlay that into the video game industry in some capacity eventually, hopefully. But uh, yeah, hopefully this leads to more projects. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm very optimistic at this point. But uh, as far as other things I've been up to, I don't know, man. That's taken up a lot of my time. Yeah. A lot of my time. Um, I don't know. I broke up with the girl the other day. It was really weird. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, like, not funny because, like, I feel bad about it all. But, like, it was, like, literally our first date. And then halfway through, I'm like, I don't know about this. And then, yeah, she got real mad. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. That's, that's how you tell it was the right thing to do. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, she, she's a nice girl. I, I I hold nothing against her. It's just it, it didn't work out. I was in a party limo the other day. That was cool. Nice. Yeah, man. It was like a big old Was that Escalade. everything you imagined? Well, actually, it's kind was of funny. Was there blow? Was there strippers? Uh, there were a lot of girls, but I don't think it... Actually, one was a professional dancer. That's kind of She's close. a belly dancer. Ooh. Yeah, dances with her belly, her tummy. Interesting. Yeah, like a Teletubby. Uh, she didn't look like a Teletubby, though. She was much less attractive. No, I'm just joking. She was actually a really pretty lady. Anyway, uh, so when I was at Youngin', like 11 or so, I had my birthday at Microplay because I was cool. Everybody had Everybody their birthday at Microplay, exactly. the local game rental store. The local game rental store where you go in and they have big CRTs and you plug a console into it and you can go play all the yeah. games. And they're like, yeah, play games. Anyway, yeah, so um, my parents... They got me a limo ride because that's something I really wanted. And <laughs> I shit you not, from 11 years ago, it was the same fucking driver. <laughs> I guarantee he did not remember me, but I remembered him immediately. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, that was a long fucking time ago. It's probably more than 11 years ago. Now, I would have been like 11. And I'm 25 now. So do the math on that. 14 years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so no, that was a lot of fun. Got to do that. Uh, yeah, just trying to work my way through things, doing a lot more biking. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of that now. Um, I don't know. Uh, I didn't get a chance to play any games aside from Anti-Chamber because I always try and keep up on what we're doing in the podcast. And yeah, that's pretty much what I got. But we did see Do Something Together, Kev. 
that I, now I'm going to talk about the thing we did together. We okay. saw Spider-Man. We did. The newest Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man. And uh, that spoiler do we want to get because this movie just came out. I don't want to get too spoily, but I liked it. Yeah. You, we talked about it a bit after. You're like, I don't know if I liked it that much. I. It was good, but I don't know. It just, it just didn't give me what I wanted out of a Spider-Man movie. See, I thought that too. And then I listened to the kind of funny review on it. And I was like, shit, yeah, this did do a lot of things. I'm I mean, a big old fanboy. It was, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't hide that at all. <laughs> Namecast what is they literally say is gospel. <laughs> a riff. On, no, no, no. But just not what they say is gospel. But th- they pointed out some things to me where I'm like, they, they make a lot of good points. Like, th- they do. Like, it's the first time that we've seen Peter Parker handled like this. You know, he's a kid. He's scared. He does not know what he's doing. Yeah. There's one point in the movie where he starts crying and like calling out for help. And it's like, shit. Yeah. This is a 15 year old kid. Like yep. this guy's in way over his head right now. So yeah, man, it's, uh, I don't know. I thought it was good. I thought the movie had some twists and turns that I didn't see coming, mm-hmm. which had me really happy. And uh, it, it had five freaking villains in it. But it didn't feel bloated. But done correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Because the villains were kind of like. Most of them were just cameos, really. <laughs> For the most part, but I think it did it better than Amazing Spider-Man 2 because Amazing Spider-Man 2 tried to make a big thing out of all these villains, whereas in this, it was like, this guy has a cool thing. He's the shocker. Like, he's not going to go out of his way to call himself that, but like, it's just kind of, yeah, he's that. Yeah. Um, So yeah, no, it was cool, man. I was into it. Uh, Yeah, I liked it a lot. A lot, a lot. Probably my favorite Spider-Man movie, now that I think about it. Spider-Man 2 was up there high for the longest time, but uh, I think this enthrones it. This is probably my favorite live-action Spider-Man. Okay, now throw some nerd shit on me. What are you going to say? What's your favorite Spider-Man movie, that fucking dork? <laughs> my, my, no, I don't mean like animated movie. Oh, okay, I don't think I've seen any animated movies, I was like, actually. I haven't either, so I was like, what kind of obscure shit are you about to pull out right now? I just now? fucking love the uh, 67 like animated series. Like, Real, the that 67 classic, one? Classic shit. It's so good. It's so good. It's kind of bad. It's not it's good. Cheesy. It was like one of the first color happy. TV shows. I know. I remember it would always be like Spider-Man in color. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's great though. He had such lame lines too. He's like, it's my cue to skidoo. I know. <laughs> he would just say things like that. I don't know. I, I, I liked the, uh, the the 90s Spider-Man. That was yeah, pretty good. Yeah, the 90s was really yeah, spider good. blood, spider blood. And like, it would, <laughs> yeah, it was good. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was fucking that was fucking dope, man. It's on uh, it's on Netflix now too, eh? Oh, really? Yeah, and those classic animated shows. Speaking of classic animated shows, yo, Castlevania. I'm about halfway through the first season, only four nice. episodes, so I watched two. It's good. Yeah, I recommend it. I need to watch it soon. But I don't know how good it is because it's just like it's gory, but it almost feels like it's gory for the sake of being gory. Isn't that okay for Castlevania? Like, is I it? get that the games aren't really gory, but they're certainly. They're dark in of tone. Of that camp. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It's just like people who were, who were saying to me like, oh, I love Wolverine or I love Logan because you blood and guts everywhere. I'm like, oh, I like it because it tells a more grounded story for yeah. a superhero. Like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people conflate good and mature with guts strewn everywhere. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think like well, when I still, think of like, mature, Logan uses guts as like a shock. Right, but I think you can also have something that's mature like our game of last week, Firewatch. You know, that's a mature game. That's a mature story. Yeah. Um, But, you know, it doesn't shit, fuck, piss. You know, it's it's not like that, right? So, uh, I don't know. Um, It's interesting. I I, I look forward to finishing the rest of it. 
And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, should Fair be enough. good, man. So let's get into the news you need to know about. We got the Rift, the Oculus Rift. Holy it's on shit. sale all So summer. a few months ago. Yes, sir. They dropped the price of it by two hundred dollars. Now, did you feel did you feel cheated no, out of this? Because you were really. I was an early adopter. early adopter. Yeah, of like the consumer product. Anyways, you I did was not find the Kickstarter. In, yeah, Kickstarter. Yeah. I didn't have any of the development kit ones. But yeah, they they dropped the price, which is probably a good thing for them. And um, yeah, I think it was it was a big thing to uh, just get their price below the Vive. That's that's what they were going for. So yeah, real shocked to see them drop it for the summer down to three ninety nine US dollars. That's a competitive price point. A very competitive price point. It's the same price as PlayStation VR. Yes. And it is less than half the price of the Vive. I wonder how big of a loss they're taking on this. I, or was I it just marked really up know. that high? Like, the thing is, like, they were new products, so there is for sure a lot of uh, manufacturing efficiencies that right. have been found and stuff since then. Maybe they are getting a bit of a backlog of uh, units, although apparently they're out-of-touch controllers. So yeah. if they have a backlog of units, it's only the headsets, um, which for the most part, as far as I understand, is the expensive part. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, bringing it down to three ninety nine is pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy, too, because it also... The barrier to entry for a VR compatible computer is well, it's gone down quite a bit. I mean, you look at the 480. Sort of, there's this weird thing it's going on. Cheap. Yeah, RX 480 card. do it really well, um, and it's usually pretty cheap. But however, right now it's almost impossible to find. Oh, too many people buying it. Um, so what what's going on is this is a bit of a tangent, but uh, hey, man, that's all we do on this show. Uh, you know, like Bitcoin, right? Oh, oh what? Okay, where is this going? Yeah. So there's kind of a new version of Bitcoin called Ethereum. Okay. It's a cryptocurrency. Yeah. yeah. A cryptocurrency. Um, however, its value is based off of computational work done. I see where this is going rather now. Rather than rarity. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> and it's had a very sudden jump in price. Yeah. So people have been buying. 480s and just <sighs> not even just 480s fucking almost every reasonable <laughs> graphics card you need to go like super <laughs> high end to find something at its suggested price oh my god um, <laughs> so yeah it's, it's it can be a little bit difficult to find wow. find a reasonable graphics card right now it's kind of hilarious too because my graphics card that i got for 200 some i could probably sell for 400 <laughs> <laughs> that's wow which is always tempting but i'd prefer to have a graphics card yeah exactly yeah functional computer is a good idea um so anyways that makes it the barrier to entry a little bit more difficult um i think you know it's it's a bigger problem if you're building your own pc yeah um but what is also on sale is the um vr ready built pcs like you can get them that come with oculus rift system and stuff like that like 1200 bucks or something or what's come to uh i'm not really sure it probably it depends on the systems and stuff you get but anyways they are cheaper now and i assume it's they get the same 200 dollars price drop that the uh, rift unit does so yeah it's fairly cheap to get in on I mean, it's, it's getting, I wouldn't say it's cheap, but it's getting more accessible. And it just yeah. leads me to believe that like in five years time, eh, it won't be that expensive, right? Like yep. 
It shouldn't be. Like, you'd think prices would only drop from here. Are we going to have, a like, a $200 VR unit? Like, could happen. I just realized I made a mistake. I did not watch E3 in a theater this year. That was one of the favorite things that I used my Rift for last year. Yeah, why didn't you do that? I just completely forgot about it. Huh. But, yeah, it's like... Yeah, there's a lot of really cool experiences you can get out of VR, so hopefully this gets more people into it. But it's funny, you have one, but I feel like you don't ever use it. Uh, whenever I got the SSD and reinstalled my system, I yeah. didn't do the Rift stuff at that time, and it's it's just getting over that barrier to do it. Especially since like, yeah. I've been really busy and stuff, and it takes takes a little while to install all that stuff and set it up, so... No, I totally get you. If it's not right there in front of you, like accessible, like I keep my bikes in the house so they won't get stolen, but also it gets me on my bike way more <laughs> often because it's not all in the, the shed. Time. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> 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 I'm sure you just like having bikes in the living room. Uh, so next we got, uh, what is, have you heard of this game? I don't think I've heard of this, but Diablo 3. <laughs> is, this, is this something people play? I yeah. don't know. Hey, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it just had the Necromancer released. Um, which it was a Diablo 2 character everybody loved. Um, sort of got replaced by the Witch Doctor in the original release, though. Witch okay. Doctor, you know, some yeah, pets I, I, and, and that, that kind yeah. of stuff, just like the Necromancer did in Diablo 2. So everybody's like, oh, I guess that's the Necromancer replacement, so we don't have to really want right. or like ask for a Necromancer in future expansions or patches or whatever. But they fucking made one anyways. Um, but apparently, from what I hear, uh, I haven't played it yet, and I want to get back into Diablo 3. Um, I'll talk about that more in a bit. But from what I hear, the uh, Necromancer is yeah, really really fun and how they did the mechanics. It was interesting. It feels different than the Witch Doctor. Mm-hmm. They kind of made it so that the pets are all kind of automatic. You, don't, you aren't actually summoning the pets. Uh, what instead are you doing is kind of commanding the pets to do spells and that kind of stuff. Okay. Gotcha. So, yeah, apparently it's a cool little system. Apparently there's some balancing issues, some... Certain builds with the Necromancer are like way better than some other builds with the Necromancer. Yeah, there should be a little bit more in parity. That'll get fixed with time. Yeah, so yeah, that'll get better over time. It also came with like a Diablo two or Diablo one. Yeah, I think it was Diablo one kind of throwback little mission thing that you can do. Apparently, okay. it's it's all right. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people are pretty grumpy when that got announced because it's like, oh, this isn't. Why why would we want this? This doesn't feel like worthy content. Like, hmm. either do proper old remake or give us new content. Okay, okay. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, reception's apparently pretty decent. Nice. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been wanting to get back into Diablo 3 because I haven't played the last expansion that came out forever ago. Okay. And yeah. apparently it, had like, completely changed how the late game was done, mm-hmm. um, which is... Yeah, that's that seems interesting to me. That's, that's what Diablo is. It, it is the late game. So, yeah, I've been I've been debating doing that if I ever find myself with some free time to kill. When's that gonna probably, happen? It's not gonna happen anytime soon. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, kind of reminds me of something. I saw some kind of cool on Reddit the other day. Yeah. Um, you know StarCraft Two. Yeah. Yeah, you know how I think I've even said it before. Kind of a dead game now. Okay. If it was on this, on Steam, it would be in the top 20 most played games on Steam. Really? Yeah. It has a... It's e- not a dead game at all. It has an equal number of players to Gary's Mod, which is hugely Shit, popular. Shit, son. Yeah. It's, it's not a dead game. It's just people are comparing it to... What was it? 2000, 
12 and 13, I think. Yeah. When it was like hugely popular, it was the eSport. Everybody was playing it. It's still a very popular you game. Know, people compare it to then, but yeah, it's still got loads and loads of players. So huh. yeah, that's, that's kind of cool thing I saw the other day. I wanted to share with you guys. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting how things like that can just keep ticking along. Yeah. And we'd just be like, oh, no one plays it anymore. It's like, <laughs> no, it's top 20 yeah. <laughs> like, of all games. Oh, shit. I guess a lot of people still play it. Yeah. It's that Blizzard power, eh? Uh, bl- Blizzard knows knows how to make some video games. They do. They do. But it's funny. I I don't like any Blizzard games, but like I respect that they're good at what they do, I'm sure. Yeah. They just don't make games for me, for the most part. The closest I ever got into one was Hearthstone. Yeah. That was it. Did you play Diablo 3 at all? I couldn't get into it, man. Oh, really? Yeah. Grind, grind, grind. Yeah. Grind, grind. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, it just wasn't for me. Like, Yeah, I, I just love the feedback of it. It just feels, feels oh, fun. Oh, definitely super fun. Um, But I don't know. Like, I'm just kind of a person who always needs to be doing something, rushing through stuff. So, like, something like Firewatch to me is much more appealing because, like, sure, three hours I can get my story, get in, get out, and keep doing shit. Sounds awesome. can play through it in one setting. Awesome. Yeah. But a game where I feel like it's just a time sink for me, <laughs> I can't do it. It gives me too much stress. It's another thing to worry about, you know? Stressed out, guys, it is. Um, yes, that's where I come down on that. And I just realized, well, I didn't just realize, I realized a while ago, I discovered it through the power of computers. Um, next week, we're playing Gravity Ghost. This is yeah. a game you've been championing for a while now. I know. It's so good. And Total Biscuit made a video yeah. about it, which is how I found it. Yeah, it's it's a great game. Excited to play about it. Yeah. Play it, talk about play it. Play about it. Play That's it and my talk phone. about it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you are interested in checking that out and you want to be part of the conversation, go ahead and play Gravity Ghost. I think it's going to surprise you a little bit. We're not going to get into anything. I haven't played it yet, but uh, I'm expecting good things from this game. I'm expecting mm-hmm. good things. Now, this week, we played Antichamber. This game is developed by an Alexander Bruce. Yeah. And if you want to go check it out, he did an awesome, awesome GDC talk. Yeah, so normally we try pretty hard to go over game facts and, and that kind of stuff, but yeah. like this guy has a 50-minute talk where he just tells the story of how this game was developed. And if you're interested in game development at all, especially like kind of the indie struggle, like he just delivers this talk in a kind of amazing fashion. Absolutely. And, you know, um, it's kind of out of the norm because usually with GDC talks and I'm not trying to disparage against, you know, independent developers, but usually they're kind of nervous and they they don't they don't speak uh, fantastically all the time. I don't either, though. So but this guy is like very well spoken and it's just like he knows that to give a presentation. Yeah. And it's funny because he gets into why he knows that and talks about like building those skills and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, really fantastic talk it'll be linked in the description yep. on youtube yeah <laughs> uh that's the only i don't think there's other ways we can yeah, we, we, we can't really formats. do it on the other formats but if you want to look up antichamber and overnight success then you'll then be able to find, find it, it. Yeah. and check it out now this is made in unreal engine 3 so we're on like four point something right now aren't we <laughs> four point 14 or yeah. something like that yeah. yeah so yeah it's pretty pretty wild back was when it was made it came out in 2013 yep um and it was in development for seven years sort of kind of sort of yeah so yeah it was I, th- I think it was about 2008 probably is when he started 
really working with it in Unreal Engine 3. Right. Yeah. So long before Unreal Engine 4 existed. Absolutely. Now it was backed by Indie Fund. Now what is Indie Fund exactly? Uh, it's a group of people that fund indie games. Yeah. <laughs> it's really really all it is. It's it's really great to be chosen by them. Uh, they're pretty pretty uh, nice with how their funding works. Okay. Pretty decent amount of money for pretty low ownership by indie fund i guess gotcha gotcha yeah, yeah okay um yeah so it was originally submitted to the uh the make something unreal which is a showcase or kind of a competition run by epic games yeah and they still do kind of similar things yeah so yeah it's kind of cool that like yeah indie people have a way to get their game out there and this was that kind of stuff was one of the main ways that uh alex got his game out yeah and, uh, you know, his first festival was a Sense of Wonder Night. What is this exactly? He made a lot of contacts there. I, I assume he talks about it in the uh, GDC. Yeah, he talks about talk. it more in the GDC. Yeah. But basically, yeah, it was, it's a uh, Japanese kind of show thing where a lot of indie people go to. And a few indie games have been found out through there. And basically, he went there and he made crap on the contacts in yeah. the industry there. Because it was kind of like, you know, it, it's not like the um, Indie Game Awards right, or GDC or uh, packs where like kind of everybody's there and everybody knows about it. It's kind of sense of wonder nights, a little bit more of an intimate fair affair. Okay. So you can kind of actually talk to people and right. get to know people a little bit Every better. Conversations. So, yeah, he made good use of that. Nice. Now this game was started by modding unreal tournament 20, uh, sorry, 2004. Yeah. That's how the developer kind of got into yeah. developing stuff. He, uh, actually he did kind of stuff kind of similar to antichamber. It's kind of funny. He, uh, did a lot with the uh, environment kind of changing around and then he wanted to make a kind of like an asteroids clone yep um so you know asteroids you're in the ship you spin around and shoot asteroids but the big thing about that is that the asteroids in your ship will kind of wrap around the screen right if they go off the left side they'll come in on the right um so what he did is he took that idea and did it in 3d space Mm -hmm. which is a little more interesting because then your visuals also need to wrap how does that work yeah yeah so yeah he, he kind of got started with that and that's how he started getting noticed by some people and got himself a job in the in- industry for a bit but ended up going indie obviously clearly so. an anti-chamber which is his only game yes his only game so far do we know what he's working on at all or no radio silence um i didn't look for it very hard to be honest so maybe Fair maybe enough. he said something better but i'm, I'm yeah not we don't know at this moment but what is anti-chamber kev Antichamber is a first-person shooter-style puzzle game. Okay. Um, with the big twist being that the world is... I think non-Euclidean is the word for it. Okay. Um, so, basically, if you go forward through a doorway and turn around and then go back through the doorway, you could end up in a different room. Yeah. So, the world kind of changes with you kind of around that and some of the puzzles are just figuring out how it's changing and where you need to go to get to the next spot um but what really the the big big mechanic is is that you have this gun that can pick up blocks yep and uh shoot blocks Mm -hmm. and yeah you you do a bunch of puzzles with these blocks and you know they make use of this non-euclidean world to make puzzles out of them as well the best way i can describe this world is fucky it's, it's super fucky. <laughs> yeah, because like sometimes you can just walk through walls and like I don't know, you can just do things that you don't expect to do. Like there's like a picture frame, and you look and you fill your vision with that picture frame, and then you back away from it, and now everything's like it was in that picture frame. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's like a lot of things like that where it's like, 
okay yeah i didn't i didn't okay cool yeah it's so amazing though because like you can just walk around and just experiment with doing things yeah and, you know if it doesn't do anything uh not a big deal but if it does do something you're like freaking amazed you're like yeah. oh my god this is cool now i'm gonna be real i uh well you can imagine i had a busy uh week mm-hmm. i was unable to beat the game i put about an hour and a half two hours into it uh really enjoyed it though how much time did you get into her uh Probably three or four hours, somewhere in that range. Yeah. I am probably two thirds done of the game. Yeah, probably. I a think third. is about where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, really interesting. So now it's it has a very, I don't know. How would you describe this art style? It's like super minimalist. Yeah. So yeah, it's another interesting thing too. Is the art style is. I don't know. It's it's like it's inverted colors, but like flat. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to describe it at all. Yeah. Like, textures just aren't a thing. Yeah, textures aren't a thing. Pretty much everything is white, but there's a lot of lighting that goes on. Yeah. So, like, if something's... If a room's lit, it's because there's a big bright light lighting that room. But, like, I I don't mean, like, a lantern or, or, like, a light fixture in the room. It's, like, literally just, like, game developer placed a light here and it's glowing a blue circle around. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that kind of stuff. And... Yeah, it makes some very interesting art style. All of the uh, kind of models and everything in the game is pretty, pretty simpler, simple mm-hmm. as far as their shapes and stuff go. Kind of made up of geometric shapes put together, except for the gun that you use, which seems like a regular 3D model with a very weird kind of um, cel-shaded yeah. effect to it. I thought the gun looked super cool. Yeah. And I, I guess it looked cool by contrast to other things, right? Yeah. it was the coolest looking thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... it's that as well but also what, what i really like is like so i mentioned the blocks you use for the puzzles and you can pick them up basically you bring them into your gun and your gun sucks them up and they kind of like they circle around inside the gun yeah and i don't know it's so much satisfi- satisfaction from getting from getting more of a those? whole bunch of blocks in there and just kind of filling it up and be like oh i have all these blocks to use yeah there's one point where there was like a wall of blocks that i realized i could take and i just like I took way more than I needed, yeah. but I was like, uh, and then I walked through a door and they all vaporized. I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah, those little vaporization rooms that kind of like block yeah. you from just uh, destroying blocks puzzles. Everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Collecting blocks. Uh, yeah, so let's get into the puzzles. What did you think of them? They're very, I think it's hard. Like, it's not an easy puzzle game. Yeah, yeah it's definitely on the harder end of puzzle games, but I don't know. Like, you just so, gotta keep trying. Basically. Yeah, you gotta keep trying. Try different things. Try and be creative about it too. Yeah, and you know, eventually you can get there. Um, but yeah, the difficulty kind of wavers a bit. Some of them I found really, really difficult, and there's other ones like. So one thing we didn't mention is that there's little tips on the wall. Yeah, a lot of these are kind of like philosophical tips, which is uh, kind of interesting. Um, but you know, they tend to give you a tip for how to complete the puzzle. Yeah, um, they're more useful early on um, because there tends to be a tip about how to complete the puzzle right after the tip. Yeah. And later on, you you don't get that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So then you're you're kind of on your own to figure those ones out. And I feel like some of these could have used a tip um, more than others. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I don't know. It just, it does a lot of things to kind of mess with you. Like some, you know, things are not consistent at all in this world. Yeah. And that, that's part of it. it you know, it, uh, it thrives on being obtuse and yeah. weird. And, you know, you just got to learn things over time. But ultimately with its art style, so many things kind of look the same. 
Yeah. So with it relying on you to remember to be like, oh yeah, there's a secret walkway through here that only appears when I step on it and I got to take this and this path. Like, I think that is hindered by the fact that everything looks so samey. But at the same time, I think that's also one of the strengths of the game in a way. Does yeah. that make sense? Honestly, I think if you played more, you would start to get to where I got to where yeah. I, I started recognizing rooms and remembering. And yeah. I was actually able to traverse through this weird ass space that takes you like it doesn't take you to random spots if you do a set of actions it will always take you to the same spot green is um, that we're talking about the green doors or whatever no i just mean in general like okay i, I thought you meant that one area yeah, yeah. That area how, how everything works yeah. yeah um if you do the same set of actions it'll take you to the same spot and eventually you do, you do get used to yeah. how to get from one spot to the other which you actually don't even need to do the game gives you a tool to just warp from room to room i really like the menu system <laughs> yeah just to bring that up like it's like it's just on a wall and you just kind of click at it you look at this wall and you're like boop like it's yeah. so it's cool yeah if you press whenever you press escape you'll go back to basically the menu room yeah and yeah all your settings are on a wall you can just click and do whatever or there's another wall that has basically the map yeah of the whole place but to be clear the menu room very much exists in the world like there's one yeah. point where you can just walk past it going through a corridor and you're like oh shit that's where i am right now like it's it's actually uh it's so cool how he did that so uh so we mentioned the gun and there's actually i'd say four guns but it's kind of like four upgrades to the gun yeah so the one you start off with is a blue one yep um and then i think it's after you get the blue one you leave that area and you go through that walkway. Basically, okay. every time you get a gun, you end up going through that walkway, which is really right. interesting. Um, but anyways, yeah, so there's a blue gun. And then after that is the green gun. Um, what the green gun does is instead of having to do one block at a time, you can do multiple blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just hold and pick up blocks and yeah, yeah, hold yeah. and drop blocks. Um, however, the green blocks is kind of meant for building kind of i don't know lines of blocks together okay and what's especially interesting is if you fill in or if you draw like the outline of a square it'll fill in that square automatically Uh, and you can actually gain blocks by doing that that's cool which is super cool yeah um however the flip side of that is whatever blocks you kind of start off with those are key blocks and if the chain from them is broken to the blocks that got generated. Like if, you know, you cut cut that line in two. Right. Then everything will disintegrate outwards from there. Oh, no. Which sometimes is used as like a puzzle. So there's this green wall yeah. that regenerates. So you can't really get through it. What you do is you cut a line through the middle and then things disintegrate out from there. And right. they don't start respawning until the disintegration completes. So it gives you enough time to walk through that right. wall. Right. Gotcha. Um, and another puzzle is you have to build these lines to connect these regenerating things that are closing these doors. Yeah. You build these lines, you kind of set it off like a, um, like you're setting up a big like detonation thing. Yeah. Um, so you connect all these different points and then like you, you draw that line and like it splits out and it sets off the triggers one by one with let you go through like a series of doors that are all blocked, blocked off. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was that was a super cool little puzzly bit, just using that gun and nice. Yeah, that was, that was really fun. Um, and then after that, you get the uh, yellow gun, which P gun, yeah, 
Um, what it lets you do actually is move blocks that have been placed. Okay. So you like hold and drag them and like it'll push blocks that are along that path. Okay. Along that direction as well. Um, and yeah, so there's a lot of puzzles just kind of based on that. And then after that is a red gun, which I didn't get to. Uh, it's the final gun of the game. Once you get that gun, you can complete the game. Oh, shit. I, yeah, you actually... I found the game exit. Oh, uh, really? Blocked by the red stuff. Um, yeah. Shortly after I got the green gun. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. I, like, chose you, like, this is this is where you complete the game. Is really early win? on. It's like, okay, I just, I just need to be able to deal with these red blocks. Right. Ah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's kind of the progression for the game. Honestly, like what this game reminds me of the most is the uh, Jonathan Blow style of doing puzzle games. Obviously, he's not the only person to do this, but like okay. taking kind of a simple set of mechanics and just stretching them as thin as you possibly can. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it sounds bad put that way, but like given that they're puzzles and like you're expected to like do every kind of form of puzzle that yeah. you can. Yeah. So yeah, and I think I think he did a really really good job with it. I can definitely see the parallels between this and The Witness. Yeah. Um, but I can also see a lot of parallels between this and Stanley's Parable. For me, it was like it, it yeah. had a lot of the same. Stanley's feel. Parable does have the same kind of thing where yeah. it's a non-Euclidean world. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes things just change. I mean, Stanley's Parable is like totally different tones of the game, sure. But yeah. it does have that non-Euclidean world that you were talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of cool to see that again. And I was like, hey, I can relate to this. I like this game. So um, I, I wish I had a chance to play it more. Um, I would say that I intend to play it, but that's just not the case with the way we run our podcast. <laughs> you know, I, I got to get through Gravity Ghost and then the next game and the next game. But Gravity uh, Ghost is a short one, at least. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're only working 80 hours a week, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah, but I, I hope to get back to it at some point. Yeah. And just kind of veg out and go through my Steam library. Yeah, I'll definitely complete it at some point. Nice. Given that, I'm, I'm pretty close and I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Nice, man. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you have much more to say? I don't know. I, so one thing we didn't touch on was music, but I don't really remember it. But it's I don't there. remember any either. You're probably hearing it right now. Yeah, it has a soundtrack and everything. Yeah. Um, and also has like a. I noticed one thing you can buy is a ambience music soundtrack. Ooh. And now it puts I guess the it ambient has... music into the game. Is that what you mean? No, it. Uh, oh, okay. It's the ambient music from the game oh, or the gotcha. ambient sounds, I should say. Okay. Because, um, yeah, there's some sound puzzles right. at one point in the game. There's like got, a cricket at one point. Like, yeah, yeah, you have to like listen and be like, oh, it's to the left and figure out where to go. You know that. what sucked about the cricket puzzle? I figured it out pretty quick, but then I got to the spin around part and I just kept giving up. So I was like, no, that's not the right way. And then oh, I kept doing yeah. it and doing it and doing it. I was stuck there for probably a good 30 minutes. <laughs> I, was, I literally wrote my notes. I was like, <laughs> green room sucks. Is that all I put? <laughs> yeah. That part's kind of funny. Um, like I figured it out early, but yeah. I, just didn't I, know I was that glad I, I went out. around the spinning room the correct direction the first time. But you have to keep going around quite a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's there's so. Like, how does he do that? How does he make that work in the world? I have no fucking idea. Yeah, because like, it's, it's hard to think about how this game's actually constructed. It's what literally it's like a circle that when you walk around five times, boom, there's a door there. I think all he's doing like is counting how many way. times you've walked around. Okay. And actually, one thing that does happen is you speed up as you go around. Right. So you can kind of tell how close you're getting, and you can tell that you're making progress through that. And the room is also black and white panels. Right. So it's really easy to actually see that speed up happen, which I thought was a really clever little thing he did. Okay. Um, 
But yeah, I assume he's just counting how many times you go around. And then once you're on the back side that fifth time, right? then he swaps the level on the other side of that door that you can't see. And then at other areas, like you can be looking at an area and then you look away, it gets out of your field of vision. You look back, boom, it's a different area. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. I know. <laughs> it fucks with you, man. It really yeah. fucks with you. Yeah, it's super impressive that he, like he did it in Unreal Engine stuff as well because like it wasn't his own engine where he's yeah. like built specifically around this idea. He was like he came up with some clever ways to use somebody else's engine to yeah make this. Yeah, it was really cool. Definitely an impressive game. Uh, if you like puzzle games, I'd recommend checking it out. Something that really is going to challenge you a little bit, and uh, it's it's a head scratcher, man. Yeah, as all good really, puzzle games really should good be. As far as puzzle games go, yeah, you're you're big into the puzzle games. I enjoy them quite a bit. Honestly, I don't really search them out no. very much. Like, there's some that I let come to me. Yeah, I think with like Jonathan Blow's puzzle games, I'm pretty much always going to get one of them. You're in, yeah. Maybe I'm going to add Alex to that list. If he ends oh yeah, up making more. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what he pulls out next. Um, but yeah, yeah, I let them come to me. People people recommend them. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, hear lots about them, which was the case for Antichamber. And I finally got around to playing it. Yeah, man. Four years. More than four years after release. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can't get them all right at the beginning, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so you recommend the game? Definitely. Absolutely. Cool. So that's the way the cookie crumbles this week for Antichamber. Next week, we will be playing Gravity Ghost. Yeah. I implore you to join us if that's something you choose to do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, be sure to, you know, like the video if you're watching on YouTube or give us a review. Is that how that works? On the iTunes? On Google iTunes. Plays? Yeah. Google Play doesn't have reviews. No, they Just don't. Yeah. It's funny, though. Google Play is actually my primary source for podcasts. Yeah. It's great. You can download on the it's go. A little bit better and go with Android. In. It's not bad at all. Uh, I don't know. I'm a big fan. So yeah, uh, I don't know. Be sure to join us on the things. We are youtube.com slash namecast. If you want to subscribe to us there or if you just want to check out the other forums or what have you, you mm-hmm. know, be sure to do that. And yeah, enjoy, uh, I don't know, your week, you know, let us. The week specifically. Fuck your weekend. We want you to have a good Monday the to week. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if you have fun on that Saturday, Sunday, motherfucker, I will take you out. <laughs> It'll not be good. Yeah. No, anyway, guys, <laughs> have a good time and join us in our collaboration with Bonus Barrel. Oh, oh it I switched it around. <laughs> See, I'm like a mole. I'm going to get in the inside <laughs> and tear them apart. I'm coming for you, Rob. Or what's his name? Cobb? Yeah, Cobb. Cobb. <laughs> coming for Cobb. <laughs>